worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. All right, it is a Wednesday morning. It is 6.20, and that means it is time for our weekly visit with Dr. Stan Anderson. He is on our WHBC Newsline right now. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. Okay, there's so many jokes rolling around my head right now. (laughs) I've been telling my listeners that we're going to discuss Viagra, but it's not what they think. Correct? (laughs) Well, what I want... What I wanted to do is I wanted to tell you the story of how Viagra actually came about. Yeah. And th- this is really interesting. So back in the 90s, um, they were looking at a new mechanism to try to treat hypertension. So they ended up enlisting somewhere around 2,000 people and to try to help people with controlling their blood pressure. And the problem is, is that um, the medicine, it was only minimally effective. It had to be taken numerous times a day. um, And it really didn't have that much of a benefit for the treatment of hypertension. They had spent somewhere around, back in the 90s, they had spent somewhere around $30 million dollars on getting this medicine to, to market and getting things going. And they finally decided after months of not seeing the blood pressure reductions that they were expecting that they were going to pull the plug. And they said, this medicine, it was interesting, but it just didn't work for the control of blood pressure the way that they wanted it to. It didn't have an advantage for the control of blood pressure over other medicines that were currently available. So... At the executive level, they made a very, very difficult decision. They said, we're just going to have to shelve this product. It doesn't work. It doesn't – I mean, it it works a little bit, but it doesn't work well enough. This is a loser. So they relegated the the task of collecting the rest of the medicine, the samples – that they had been uh, using in their clinical trials to some low-grade staffer, and they basically ended up saying, you know, we're canceling this, and so you need to let everybody know that they're going to need to turn in all of the rest of the medicine, the samples that they had that they were being given. And so this low-grade staffer, um, who probably back in the early 90s was getting paid somewhere around $10 an hour, ended up starting to notice that the women turned the medicine in, but the men, a whole lot of them said, you know, I don't want to turn it in or I'm going to refuse to turn it in. Well, why? (laughs) Well, it it helps me. Uh, It may not control my blood pressure, 
but it helped me in another area and it was kind of embarrassing. And so this low grade staffer noticed that it wasn't just with one or two men, but there were hundreds of men that ended up saying, this helps me in my romantic area. It helps me um, in that. And so this <laughs> low grade staffer ended up going and talking to her superior and said, you know, this isn't working for um, uh, blood pressure, but I have so many men that it helps with their, their um, personal sexual life. And her immediate supervisor said, so what? Don't do anything. Just go ahead and collect everything. Just keep, just keep doing your work because clearly it's the wrong. I mean, just, it's gotta be placebo. Just, keep on collecting. So she kept on at it. But again, there were so many men that she went to her boss's boss Ooh. and said, this isn't working for blood pressure, but it really helps in personal life and in intimate relation life. And so it wasn't until her boss's boss ended up hearing that, that they ended up saying, okay, wait a minute, let's refurbish this. Let's take this medicine and let's see if it works for men with erectile dysfunction. And there you have it, that low-grade staffer who was persistent in what she was going about and doing, she ended up basically turning this $30 million loser into Pfizer's most effective, most lucrative product that they've ever had, wow. which uh, is how that turned around. So uh, just one of the things that I would say to anybody that's working a job that you may not like, that you're, 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 you're feeling a little bit of frustration about what you're doing, and maybe there's some uncomfortableness with it, stay with it. Every now and then, you're going to find a diamond in the rough, and Viagra was a diamond in the rough that they ended up finding. And it was, I mean, it was Pfizer's most, um, most lucrative medicine that they came out with. And then they found that it was helpful for other conditions. Yeah. So what they found was, was that a lot of people who took this medicine, who had a specific kind of interstitial lung disease, so uh, pulmonary fibrosis, which is where there's thickening in the lungs, that this medicine helped about 35 to 40 percent of people that they started to find that they breathed better, that they had more function. Now, it's not everyone, but a, a, about a third to about two-fifths of people definitely felt that they would breathe easier, that they had more energy, that they just felt a little bit better. So the medicine is indicated not just for what everybody thinks about, but it's also indicated for helping people with lung disease to be able to live better and to live longer. Now, the difference is, is that's men and women, and it's taken several times a day, and it's a lower dose. So um, the, reason, the way in which they found that was, again, just serendipitously, they ended up finding People that ended up taking for one thing ended up noticing, oh, you know what? It really helps something else. Let's run a clinical trial. And lo and behold, it got those two indications. So those are 
some of the interesting things of of how certain medicines. And and what do insurance companies think about that? I mean, do they have real weird rules and regulations about what they'll approve it for? Yeah. So the short answer is is um, <laughs> they are more likely to approve it for the fibrosis for the lung condition. They are less likely to approve it for utilization as far as the um, uh, erectile dysfunction. But this, there's one last thing, and, and I got to say this: this this is the other thing that has happened. This was a study that was published a year ago on December 8th in uh, out of Germany, where they were looking at uh, men that were in nursing homes with Alzheimer's disease and getting older. Now in Germany, they um, it's a controlled medicine, it's socialized medicine. So they know not only every prescription, but also every vitamin because it's all uh, socialized. And so even vitamins are prescribed and controlled by the government. So they were looking at men in nursing homes. And what they found was, and this is interesting, men who had taken Viagra as little as one a month had up to a 70% reduction in developing Alzheimer's disease by the time that they were 75. So this study, when it was published almost a year ago, also kind of changed the way in which we think about things. And so a lot of us, and me included, started to say, look, if it might have a good effect for a large number of people, I'm going to be a lot more aggressive with saying that I need to do whatever I can to help people. And so I've been prescribing it a lot more simply because I want to prevent Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So yeah. ma- it's, yeah. ama- it's amazing, though. It's amazing when you think about that kind of stuff. And that's, that's yeah, the, who'd have thought it? Yeah. The beauty of medicine right there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you for sharing all of it, Dr. Stan. We appreciate it. And we'll uh, talk with you next Wednesday. Thanks, Pam. Look forward to it. It's Black Friday at Sleep Outfitters. Get any size Sealy for the twin size price as low as $269. Save up to $800 on adjustable sets, plus free gifts valued up to $300 with qualifying purchases in Alliance, Belden Village, and Massillon. Get empowered with Premier.